Well, hello there and welcome. And uh, this is week two of uh, Eminem on Mondays. And uh, we are excited to be here with you right now and just kind of saying good morning or uh, good afternoon or maybe good evening wherever you're at. And uh, we're just kind of following up on the message from yesterday and just trying to see, uh, you know, some takeaways from it and also kind of break it down a little more of. you know, kind of how things were and what, what we can do and how do we move forward. And, and yesterday was big on rest, right? Mm -hmm. We talked, uh, we talked about rest Mm -hmm. and, uh, I asked a question and the question was what happens or if the life you want to live is being blocked by the life you are living now really is what the question comes down to. Is it the, the life that we want is the life that we do and live now? Is that what's, is that what's what's stopping us from living that life. And so that was question number one. And, uh, and I guess we can kind of dive in. So I'll ask Melissa, is is it difficult for you to take time to rest? I think rest in a biblical form. Yes. Hmm. Um, I have no issue at all with going and like taking a nap. Naps are like one of my favorite things, but when it comes to actually pulling away from everything and just being silent um, and just allowing the Lord to fill me, um, however he may, I think is one of the hard things to just be quiet. What I have is tired can be fixed with a nap, but emotional and uh, and depleted, you know, will take physical, mental and emotional, spiritual replenishment, right? You can, yeah. you know, Hey, I'm tired. Right. I can go take a nap, but if I'm depleted, I'm empty. I just can't keep going in this direction. Yeah. Well, what does it take to do that? You know, right. what do you have to do to, to have this time of replenishment? What do you got to do to really, really refuel and, and restock our soul mm-hmm. to be able to go out and do the work? I think, um, I think the first thing that we should tackle there is how do you know the difference? Because I think so many people uh, confuse them. You know, I think people who are like, I'm tired, you know, my body feels tired, I'm mentally tired, and they think, well, I'm just going to go lay down and take a nap. And then they wake up and they still feel the same way. Well, I think that you have, <laughs> they're, they're, it's kind of a loaded question, right? You know, <laughs> you're like, hey, how do you know that you're not tired and how do you know that you're depleted? I think depleted, you feel you just feel drained, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I mean, there's a there's a difference with tired. So tired at 11 o'clock at night, you start feeling tired. Your eyes start getting heavy, right. you know. And But I think that when you are depleted, you just feel drained all day long, every day. Right. And, and you're just going, I'm tired. I, you know, I feel... I, I feel empty. I feel tired. I feel that all the things all day long, and it doesn't matter how much sleep I get, I still get that. And so I think that it can be confusing, mm-hmm. but also it can be uh, one of those things that you can recognize that, that if I was asleep 20 hours today and I still wake up tired, then obviously I'm not just tired. I'm probably depleted. Right. I think at that point you've got to be able to take an inventory of the things that you're allowing into your life and figuring out where – is the where is the fountain pouring from well i think that you have to identify the priorities in your life i think that you have to identify what is really important what are we looking at what are you know what are the most important things and then you have to look at go what are these urgent things what Mm -hmm. and why do these urgent things keep coming why do you know i think a lot of times 
we are very reactive as people. Mm-hmm. We don't, uh, we're not, you know, so we're always going, Oh, I gotta go do this. And I gotta go do this because this came up or this came up or this came up. And so we have to get to this mindset of going, how do we be, uh, one, how do we stop being so responsive to these urgent things that aren't really that urgent? You know, they're just not that, Oh my gosh, I gotta go make this happen right now. And then, so, so I have a question for you then. How would you then gauge what is considered to be important versus urgent? Mm. Well, you know, look at, uh, I mean, obviously it's going to be different for everybody, but just as a generalized, you know, well, I, I mean, it's just, if you think about well, what is important, you know, so if we just look at the main foundation of going, uh, where do we spend our time at? What is important? What, you know, start really assessing what is, is it a family? Is it a, is it an emergency? You know, like a, a true family emergency? Is right. it a, but I think most of the time we respond to urgent things with work things, right? And work things don't tend to be something that needs to be urgent, right? It just, it needs to be, it needs to be responded to, but it's, I, I you know, I had a, <clears throat> years ago, you and I went on a cruise yep. and while we were on the cruise, you know, we were out and nobody can get in touch with us. You know, nobody could, you know, the, the, there was uh, no service, no at cell all. phone service, <laughs> no, no internet, no texting, no nothing. And, uh, you know, here the th- interesting part was, is that when we got back, everybody was fine. Everything was fine. Yeah. Everything was, the, the world continued spinning yeah. while we were doing what we were doing. And right. so we, while we would have been running our tails all or chasing our tails and, and, and pursuing all of that stuff the world was fine. Right. You know, it wasn't one of those things that we were like, you know, they figured out how to do it without us sometimes, yeah. you know, like how do we, well, Mike's not here or Melissa's not here. What are we going to do? How are we going to respond to this? I I think that we have, we have gotten to this point where we go, the world is, if I don't do it, the world's going to end. It's over, right. you know, and, and, and it makes it to where we neglect our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. We, ne- we neglect our relationship at home. We neglect the duties that God has said. You know, uh, if you look at if you look at Luke ten, right, in verses thirty eight through forty two, and you see Mary and Martha, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Jesus is sitting in the living room, and one of them's at his feet, and the other is too busy doing the dishes to really embrace that time with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Well. Is that what we're doing in our lives? Is that what we're doing in our world? Is that what our world looks like right now? Is that we're so we're so caught up in the activities that Jesus could be sitting in our living room and we wouldn't be spending time with him. Mm-hmm. We would be doing, I gotta go get this done, I gotta get that done. And we work at churches, right? You know, mm-hmm. you and I work at a church yeah. and we could be and we're going, Well, Jesus could be sitting in the front row of our church, but we're so busy doing these tasks right. that we're actually not spending time with him, right? You know, we're not if Jesus was to walk in the door, one, we'd be terrified, right? Mm-hmm. We'd come in here and be like, oh my gosh, Jesus is here. You know, like, <laughs> and then the second thing is, is that when he started talking, what would you do? Would you be sitting at his feet or would you be like, oh no, wait a minute, I gotta go fix this. Like, you know, like, would it be me running around trying to get the service ready? He'd be like, all right, Jesus is here. We gotta make it absolutely perfect now. We gotta get this done. The lights have to be perfect. I the feel sound like has- that would be you. <laughs> but, but really, that's not what Jesus wants us to do. He's like, right. I'm already here. I've already seen your trashed living room. It's like, <laughs> You know, I've already seen how bad it is. Relax, have a seat, and uh, and and let me teach. Let me have. Let me let's just spend some time with me. And we've gotten so caught up with doing everything else that we're not right. we're not embracing that time with them. 
No, I think that's good. And I think, you know, if you're listening right now, you know, just take a minute and really think about how would you really respond? You know, are you allowing the everyday burdens um, to get in the way of that time with him. And that time doesn't have to be an hour or two hours in the word or sitting there quietly. I mean, just setting aside time every day to be able to uh, allow him to pour into you and to guide you and to lead you. Um, I think it's important to be able to know that you are making God a priority Mm-hmm. I, I think um, I, I asked this question yesterday during service, and 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 really maybe we should, or maybe I made the statement during service, and I'll ask the question: How will you walk slowly enough to experience Jesus fully, and to be able to love people deeply? How you know what does it have to change for us to be able to do that? And and then the, a deeper question of that: How will you know that you are doing it well? How, how do you know, and what do you have to change in order to do that? I mean, for me, I almost take it um, as a literal standpoint, because if you have ever walked anywhere with me, I'm not a slow walker. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Ain't that the truth? I speed walk. That's like a normal pace. I don't know why. Just because, I don't know, I think I'm just like on a mission to get it done. Um, and so I think, honestly, it just comes to slowing my pace. You know, I have to, it's not a race, um, just like this life is not necessarily a race. Um, we just have to like literally slow ourselves down and like be intentional with slowing down. Now that doesn't mean slow down to a snail's pace and not get anything accomplished, but we have to be looking at everything that we're doing as an opportunity for God to move. Well, how about this question? how would our lives need to change so that we are working from a place of rest rather than working towards rest? How do we, what do we have to do to change to where we go? And okay, I'm going to work from a place of rest rather than working to be able to have rest. So I think it all is going to have to come back to almost what we talked about last week and, and taking an inventory of your life and what are we doing? That's not necessary or not important. Mm -hmm. And, making sure that we are intentional with keeping those important things in front of us and not allowing those non-important things to come in and busy our schedules again. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's going to be different for everybody because some people have kids, some people don't, some people are married and some people aren't. And so I think you have to really sit down and look at your life and, and think about, okay, so if I'm really going to be a follower of Jesus and I really want to make this a priority in my life and I want to work from a place of rest then what are those important bullet points that I have to make sure that I put a hedge of protection around to where I'm still working in that place of rest, I'm still within God's will, but I also have room for God to interrupt and um, to create those divine appointments for me to be able to move on behalf of his kingdom. Mm. Prior to this series, we did a series called Margin, right? And we talked about margin in our lives and having this space to be able to do <clears throat> excuse me, uh, having the space to be able to, to, to allow life to run over when, you know, when we're in the middle of something. So if something does happen, we have this margin. We're not, mm-hmm. you know, we tend to book our schedules so that we start at whatever time we get up in the morning and it runs and runs and runs and runs and runs. And then it gets to this point at night where uh, we, we feel so depleted because we mm-hmm. packed our schedule so full of stuff and that it doesn't allow for runovers. It doesn't allow for, 
Um, it doesn't allow for conversations to run over. It doesn't allow for love to run over. It doesn't allow for those things. It ends up being rushed. It ends up being, okay, how do we, how do we get to the next thing? How do we get to the next thing? How do we get to the next thing? Uh, and, and, and we see it in almost every day. We see it on a regular basis as this pursuit of going, we're just going to keep pursuing after goods, after stuff, after rather than going, okay, how do I pursue a deeper relationship with Jesus? And then how do I continue to pursue a deeper love in my relationships? How do I actually love people? I talked to, I said yesterday during service, I said, nobody ever wants rushed love, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> nobody ever wants that, right? Nobody that ever. So funny. And, and so whether it's in between the sheets or out in the streets, nobody wants that rushed love. It doesn't matter if, uh, you know, it, it, you don't hear. Marvin Gaye being played to techno beat, right? You know, it's, you know, Marvin Gaye is, you know, this slow, if you know, R&B. box really good. You know, but, and so, but so you hear that, but then it's the same thing when you go out into our relationships out in the streets, mm-hmm. you don't, you know, people, it takes time. It takes right. these, you know, it's not one of these things. You can't rush it. You can't, you can't. That's how like, you hey, get the authenticity is the slow, um, unrushed time because if you're rushing through it then people don't feel important well and, and it's you know and that's and that doesn't matter if it's your family you know like what we do is what when yeah. we're sitting at the you know the kids come in and go can i can i get help with this and you go well let me get let me do this as fast as possible so that i can get back to watching tv or i can get back to whatever i'm doing on my cell phone or whatever or, or if mm-hmm. that's or if that's what you're your spouse and cooking dinner or, you know, if, if that's with whatever, I mean, it really comes to that point when all of our relationships, if we're rushing through them, they, they are, they feel neglected and people mm-hmm. feel neglected. And so when you get on the phone with somebody, do they sense that you're trying to get off the phone with them? I mean, do they sense that all you're trying to do is wait for them to shut up so you can respond um, or so that you can control the conversation, you can control the direction of it or there's like a saying and it goes, do you, what is it? You listen, do you listen to respond or do you listen to, Understand. Understand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that can be on the phone. That could be face to face. That can be anything, you know, and I think our relationship with Jesus, our relationship with each other, our relationship with people that we are trying to introduce to Jesus, we have to come from a place of understanding, not a place of responding. Mm. I also think that as you, uh, we we have to remember just the, the, the simple you know, we, we, you've heard the line maybe is that, uh, you know, you were designed with two ears and one mouth so that you will listen twice as much as you talk. Um, and, and I think that there's some, some, some truth to that, right? I mean, it's not just for peripheral and, you know, and being able to go, Hey, this is where it's coming from. So I know where all the, where, which direction I should be running when whatever's coming after me on that side. I mean, it's part of that as well, but, but we really need to be listening to people to be able to understand what they're going through, what they're what they're struggling, what's happening, where, where everything is, and mm-hmm. um, and, and 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 it takes time. It's mm-hmm. not one of those things that you can rush through those things, right? And that all is going to stem from: Are you doing more listening or talking in your time with the Lord? Yeah, and I it, it, and I, I think the bottom line, I think one of these things that is out there is that we really need to understand that we do have time to do what God wants us to do as long as we don't get distracted by the things that don't matter. Right. You know, I, I think that uh, in this world now we've gotten so distracted by TV, video games, uh, sports, 
you know, whatever it is and not playing sports by watching sports or reading the newspaper or what, what we we've gotten so distracted by all that stuff that we feel that we don't have time to do what God has asked us to do. But really we're just so distracted by things that don't matter eternally. They just, they don't, and actually they don't even matter earthly. You know, if, you know, I'm a Giants fan and, uh, and if the Giants don't go to the World Series this year, how does it affect me or how does it affect the kingdom of God, right? You know, it, you know. but I'll get upset at a game, right? I'll be watching and get frustrated. <laughs> like last night. And I go. We were what, both frustrated. What, but as you look at that, what difference does it make? It doesn't. It really doesn't, right? It doesn't. It's more for our own personal gain or joy. It has nothing to do with the kingdom of God. But, you know, but we live in such a manner that we're going, everything has to be perfect like this, and it has to be this, and it has to be that. But in reality, that doesn't matter. Right. You know, the football season's getting ready to start. And no matter which team is, you know, if you're a, a Niners fan, Raiders fan, you know, San Diego Chargers fan, whoever you are, or Los Angeles Chargers now, whoever you're a fan of, if your team wins the Super Bowl this year, what does that mean to God? You know, it means nothing, right? It's it's, it's nothing but a business. You right. know, we're we're... We're contributing to the NFL as a corporation, you know, by by watching games, by doing it, but it makes no difference in the world of uh, of our eternal kingdom, right? You know, it just has makes no it makes no difference there, and yet we spend so much energy, so much time, so much. You know, uh, there's a guy here in Fairfield where we live at. You see him all the time. He took his car and he he decked it out in um in Dallas Cowboys stuff. Right. Yeah. I saw. I see him. All the time, and, and so you think about this and go, um, well, if how if our relationship with God could be like that, that we would deck out our cars, our house, our, you know, how often do we drive down the street and see somebody that they've changed the whole paint scheme of their car to represent what God has done, and then we don't look at it as because you know we look at it and go, that guy's a huge, you know, Cowboys fan when we see his car. But we don't look at that and go, that's a huge follower of Christ right there, right? We look at him and go, that dude's a little weird or that girl, you know, whatever. You know, so we have to, I think that we've just kind of got to think about it. Go, how do we do this? Yeah, definitely. I agree. So. um, (laughs) I didn't have anything else to add there. I see that. (laughs) I do. I do. I see. But we really want to keep this at about 20 minutes. And so right now we're at 19 minutes. and. uh, it really is. It was. Uh, it's uh, eighteen minutes and fifty seconds right now. Yeah. And, uh, so wow. you. Uh, so as you're listening out there, you can kind of see that uh, we 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 want to take this time, commit to this, and do this to her. You just get a, a little a little mindset sometimes. Uh, I want to. I want you to leave with this. Uh, it's kind of a interesting statement, I guess. And uh, what's your dream vacation? Like, no, if you're out there watching or listening or whatever, what's your dream vacation? And if you were on your dream vacation, would you want your phone ringing and would you be spending time on Facebook or would you be actually enjoying your fa- your your dream vacation, right? You know, if you're going, hey, I want to go and do blank, would you and would you would you spend more time on your cell phone or would you actually embrace that? So we all have this dream of going to heaven. Well, why do we spend so much time on our phones instead of instead of actually helping people get to that direction. You know, mm-hmm. how, why do we, why do we do so much of that instead of going, how do we, how do we move in that direction? How mm-hmm. do we go and how do we help people get there and how do we get to this done? And, you know, I, I think that it's a, I think that we can have a fundamental shift in how we pursue God. And it doesn't have to be a weird thing, right? We don't have to all of a sudden become weird Christians. We can actually, <laughs> 
we can actually move in a direction to where to where we are just disciples and mm-hmm. we're and and we're spending time with them and we look and we just go and people go they know Jesus deeply mm-hmm. and they love people deeply and so yeah. i think that that's a i think that's a big direction for us to go absolutely i agree with that i actually was talking to the ladies last week at women's group about it and you know sharing their faith and you know i think a lot of people get a little nervous when you encourage them to do that because they're thinking that they have to have like some big, huge testimony or it has to be some God ordained magic moment. And it's like, I think people forget that just your personal walk can be testimony enough to draw people to the Lord because they want to know what is so different. Well, if you look at acts, you know, in acts, it's the book of acts, you know, it says, it says they knew that they were the followers of Christ by, by how they acted. Right. By, Sorry. by how they acted. Yes. And, and so for us, how are we acting? What are we doing? What what are we what are we doing to make it to where people are are do they see Jesus in us all the time? Do they see to where they go, I want to be like that because that's where that's where Jesus is. That's where I can see or do they see our lives looking like just like everybody else's lives and they go, There's, our lives aren't really set apart. They don't mm. look different. And so we gotta get to that mindset of going, how do we make our lives look different and be set apart? I think that would be the answer to your question that you had earlier. Probably, probably. Mm-hmm. Well, so I'm going to close in prayer, and so I, I, I just uh, want to pray, and then what we're going to do is uh, we'll we'll get out and we'll see you on Sunday here at the Edge or online, and uh, then we'll see you again next week here on M M&M and M on Mondays. So yeah, we'll be coming from a different location. Next we'll be week. coming from a different location. We will. <laughs> so uh, at probably an airplane is probably what will be happening. <laughs> so let me pray. So uh, God, thank you for showing us a better way to live. Teach us to prioritize and protect the things that matter most to you today and every day. Help us walk slowly enough to experience you and fully love people deeply. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, thank you so much. And uh, if you like this, uh, share it. Uh, if you uh, subscribe, we, mm-hmm. you'll, get a, you'll get notified when they come out. And uh, you would be doing us a favor and maybe somebody else a favor by doing that, by just allowing us to uh, – to share this and impact uh, more people uh, in in this world so that we can help bring people into God's kingdom. And if you have any questions, please shoot us an email. Um, are we doing the info? Yeah, info at edgecommunitychurch.org. And uh, you can... Questions, you know, questions about yesterday's service. You can go back and watch yesterday's service and go, hey, I got some questions about this. Or, you know, Mike, I didn't understand that. Or I didn't see this. And we'll answer those on the following week's uh, podcast. Sounds good. Awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much. Thank you for being with us. And we look forward to seeing you at a, at a service or we look forward to you being here uh, on our podcast next week. Yes. God Have bless. a blessed week. All right. And we are on the edge. edge together. together.